0: Welcome to 626 Ohana California Adventures podcast number four,
1: where we talk all things Disney, theme parks, and travel.
0: We're your hosts. I'm Brad. I'm Kim. It's been a little bit of a slower news week, so we'll cover all the what's happening in the Disney news. And of course, we decided to take a look at Disney California Adventures 20th anniversary, but let's go ahead and start with the news and DVC and Walt Disney World annual pass holders are now getting a 30% discount on select merchandise.
1: That's a Disney owned and operated merchandise locations until March 2nd, 2021. So that's kind of a nice deal because they were doing it for the legacy pass holders out at Disneyland.
0: You think there were some complaints about that?
1: Well, you know, be fair. Treat all parties <laughs> equally. And of course, DVC wants their bit too.
0: Yeah. well, I'm sure they've been hurting a little bit because of sales. Obviously, because of the with the decrease in numbers at the parks and everything else has probably been really affecting their merchandise sales. I know. 30% sounds good. Yes. So from there, we're going to go to Disney has released a new statement on masks.
1: Okay. So they came out and clarified that guests must continue to wear masks regardless if they've been vaccinated or not. And that's because the CDC and healthcare professionals are unsure if vaccinated individuals can still be asymptomatic carriers. So that's kind of a good thing because I'm sure there was questions coming up.
0: Well, I think there's a lot of questions about that going on.
1: <laughs> right, until they can clarify whether it does or does not.
0: Yeah, well, you also got to figure that what the highest ones about 95% effective, so it's saying that you can still get the virus even if you had the vaccination.
1: Exactly, until we get some kind of a herd immunity.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, and then so what else do we have here? Oh, masks will be required on cruises once they resume even if you've been vaccinated as well.
1: I don't think anybody's surprised by that. I think we are all ex-
0: we were expecting that yeah. cuz we seen the we saw the videos of the people stuck on cruise ships and everything else for how long
1: Right. Oh, and that actually just reminded me of something. Um Disney's are actually yeah, Disney came out and said that if you're on one of their cruises and somebody ends up there's a COVID outbreak and this they meet certain CDC requirements that they're going to have to return to the nearest port or US-based port or port and you may be responsible to get yourself home. That may immediately stop your cruise, even if it's day two or three.
0: Ooh, that would be, that'd be bad. <laughs> Could
1: you imagine? That would be a nightmare.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, but truthfully, I don't think we're seeing cruises for a while.
1: No, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Yep. But the fact of having to quarantine and then find your own way home, and I'm just <laughs> not sure that's such a hot thing right now.
0: Yep. Um, also, they have window face masks that are acceptable if it's integrated into the mask for guests two years and older. And can you explain that a little bit more? Because so.
1: Okay, so Disney basically says that face coverings may have an integrated transparent plastic panel to aid in viewing of the wearer's mouth. These face coverings must be a fabric face covering featuring a solid plastic panel containing no openings that is attached to the fabric on all of the sides using tight-knit stitching. And they must also meet all face covering requirements outlined for regular face masks.
0: I can see where these could come in. Um, Obviously, there's people who are sign language and need to just read lips or whatnot.
1: Or American Sign Language.
0: Yes. Um, But I can see where people could take... It's sad that they have to put it out so... so, They have to put out such a covering of how it has to be.
1: Right. And there's no vents or... Uh, loud. Um, it was kind of funny because online about, a I think it was a f- week ago or so, I saw somebody ask about a plastic one, but it had vents on top. It reminded me of like a Mad Max type of vent. It was, <laughs> It looked kind of scary, but it wouldn't um, meet that criteria because there looked like there was vents. But it was all clear, plastic looking.
0: Yeah, that's, you know, of course, if you give somebody an inch, they're going to try to take a mile some things. And I understand that some, there's people have different ideas what for the masks and everything else, but this is what Disney's requiring and they're trying to do by safe practices but the CDC says.
1: Right. Cause the person who I saw post this in a social media chat or maybe it was Facebook group, they were asking because they wanted it to be more comfortable, which I understand.
0: Yeah, but... I I mean I can understand if you want to have more air going to that. I mean we were out just last night and it was a little bit colder here in Southern California. Yeah actually and face masks were nice. This, and but, because all the heat coming in, coming up, it was actually fogging my glasses up really bad,
1: yeah i I mean, we're still not used to going anywhere too much at night. I mean, being in Southern California, we've been safer yeah. at home,
0: so I can see where those vents would be great if you had glasses, but again, those are not allowed, and so we're just gonna have to kind of roll with this until hopefully we get more people vaccinated.
1: The ones that I actually am kind of interested in is the sports ones
0: sports they have a sports one.
1: It's supposed to be more breathable, but it's still fabric. Hmm. I don't know. It's. I think it's, I want to say, Um. I'm trying to think, Um. Hayden likes there. Oh, Under Armour? Under Armour. And it's supposed to be for athletes, but I think that's something I'm going to look into if we end up going Yeah. soon.
0: Yeah, so, okay, that'd be kind of interesting. I don't, I really don't know. Is there a better material or not a better material? I don't think anybody's really answered that, has there?
1: We've tried a few different face masks, um, and one of the ones that I've been using a little bit more frequently are the K95s, just because uh, they're a little bit softer on the face. Oh, okay. But I feel like I, they're more breathable for but some reason. But they're
0: still disposable masks. They're not a uh, reusable.
1: No, they're disposable.
0: Yeah, and that's and then I think that's where we're getting questions. is Is it better to have cotton or one of these weird sports materials or not?
1: I don't know. Maybe if we go, we'll end up taking different masks and trying them at different <laughs> and seeing which ones we find that are most comfortable because I think this is going to be very interesting for us going back in uh, the humidity.
0: And going on to that mask thing, of course, uh, Disney is also, uh, Walt Disney World has released a statement that's asking guests must break up groups of 10 or more into smaller groups for social distancing and dining reservations. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, really, if you look at those spaces, if you're trying to get 10 people in that six-foot span, you're going to have people too close together.
1: Yeah, and they're going to back up into another group, and then it becomes uncomfortable for the groups around Uh them. And, you know, being like, can you back up a bit, please? (laughs) I'm
0: really surprised, though, with the dining reservations, truthfully, because I figured they could figure out a way to have a group of 10 in there and be able to space their tables around. Because we've been in the large group before where they move tables together and everything else, and...
1: Like, okay, so we've had some friends that went to Las Vegas. Um, they were moving uh, across the country and they stopped in Vegas, and they're a family of six and they were forced to split up their tables.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sure the parents loved that.
1: They were that they were very happy. The kids got to have their own table and felt grown up, and the parents were like, Oh, it's kind of nice
0: on the road. Yeah, that'd be (laughs) along. But it's kind of interesting, though. But I would think they'd be able to. But I also see where Disney probably doesn't want to move that spacing because they may also have it spaced out to correct for every table that they need.
1: True, and then just try to have to go, go back, back during crowds and space out, make sure you're okay, and during that time, other tables didn't get moved.
0: Yeah, and they may not have any markings. They just have them before service where everything's supposed to be at. So I yeah, don't know. It
1: could be. I could see where people want to stay together, but it's just. It's really hard, and I think it's just a time that people know that if they're traveling now, they have to be a little flexible.
0: Hey, I, I like what they did with the other uh, our friends that moved. It's bring back the kids' table and have the adult table.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me oh, if yeah. we went in a group like that.
0: <laughs> but I don't think we're going to be going on a group like that for a while. No, we're not. <laughs>
1: but, I mean, if you happen to have a family reunion or you bring a multi-generational f- household with you.
0: Yeah. So, well. You know, it's, I mean, these are things that hopefully, I mean, I think, it's. I'm guessing this stuff that's uh, Disney's going right down with is things that have come up since they've reopened the parks. Yeah. And so they're just trying to address it so that they don't have questions because I'm sure there's people that have been trying to work around those rules. Is that the way I would put it? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and go to Soulfully Celebration at Disney Springs for the month of February to celebrate Black History Month.
1: And actually, I just saw the... St- there's also going to be um, The Soul of Jazz, an American adventure debuted at Epcot this past Monday and continues through the end of the month inside the American adventure featuring Joe Gardner from Disney and Pixar Soul. And this new exhibit showcases historic artifacts of famous jazz musicians, inviting you on a musical tour of the United States to learn more about this colorful, inspiring, and constantly evolving genre of music.
0: So obviously, um, You know, this is great that they had Soul just come out, so it fits perfectly into the month. And, Good timing. I mean, yeah, and it's kind of great that you're going to have music back. I think over in that area in the America Adventure.
1: And I think it's nice to have the different ways to educate people that may not necessarily be exposed to that kind of music or different. They're just different cultures and different. Um,
0: oh yeah, I mean, well, it's supposed to be a world culture. Um, unfortunately, you know, we know people who are only. That listen to only one type of music, and they don't yeah. get they don't listen to a whole bunch of music, and there's so much great music out there to l- explore, and this is a great genre of music. This is a unique American music.
1: Yeah, and the nice thing is that's going to spill over into Disney Springs. They're going to have three evenings a week, a Motown Monday. That's awesome. Jazz Thursdays and Smooth Sundays. Mm-hmm. Musicians will perform throughout Disney Springs playing tunes sure
0: to stir your soul. You said Motown Mondays. Yeah, mm, I know that would be, be fun. fun yeah, <laughs> I would love Motown Mondays. Oh my
1: goodness, you you guys would probably see me dancing and singing and out of tune down at Disney Springs.
0: <laughs> yeah, the uh, only problem with the smooth was it smooth Thursdays you said or was Sundays Sundays. I think I'd be too relaxed to having a drink and just listen to music and want to
1: go to sleep. sleep. <laughs> yeah, but a, a jazz no. jazz Thursday sounds fun. That'd be too. fun too. Yeah, and then there's also going to be um, by. Emeraldy's pastieri offering treats by Soul and Walt Disney Studios uh The Princess and the Frog which will be kind of cool but I did hear they had like these mini cakes that were 20 bucks a piece. They looked beautiful online but I don't know about 20 bucks a piece for a pastry.
0: How big of a cake is? That? Are we Just talking like a like...
1: little tiny round like almost like
0: Is this smaller than the birthday cakes they make?
1: Okay, do you know what they remind me of? Is Do you remember those little mini Haunted Mansion cakes they made for the 50th anniversary? Oh, yes. The little round ones?
0: I mean, those were only maybe like in diameter, four inches at most.
1: Yeah, but this one's like a two stack, like a two layer. But But I don't think it's
0: worth 20. Ooh, that's a little high.
1: Yeah, but the artwork was beautiful.
0: Are they just trying to play off of what's the new cookie store down there that they have Gideon's?
1: Oh, my goodness. I have heard about Gideon's. We haven't had it But it looks like a really good large cookie.
0: Yeah, but it's not 12 hours good, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I've (laughs) never
1: stood 12 hours in line for a cookie.
0: Yeah, I I just don't think I could do that.
1: I don't either. But, you know, who knows? We could eat our words. We could try one and... uh,
0: Yeah, and now some good bacon. That would be worth 12 hours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't wait an hour. (laughs) But, okay. Moving along. Uh. Downtown Disney District Dining reopened at Disneyland last Friday.
0: Yay! Woohoo!
1: <laughs> All right. And this Friday, the 5th, tomorrow, Buena Vista Street restaurants are reopening, including Carthay Circle. But you got to act fast because those reservations are going like hotcakes.
0: Yeah, this is great that are reopening, um, especially down on. Um Buena Vista Street because it, it, they just opened it for what a week and then it got closed down
1: I think it was like three weeks they were open but really minimal time and it was like
0: yeah then the clo- closed down is the funny part was is that even if you got a corn dog you had to walk to your car and eat a corn dog oh during the, the safer uh, home after yes. like
1: the beginning of December we'll clarify that so real yeah quick. I'm
0: sorry uh, when they re- the, you couldn't eat any food there so you actually had to get a corn dog or walk down to your car and eat it in your car if you wanted to eat it right away
1: Right, by then it, it would get cold and blah.
0: Yeah, it's so it's great that they're trying to get more dining open and hopefully for the jobs and everything at D- Disney.
1: Absolutely. I, um, I'm i hoping that we can figure out a time that might seem, in a few weeks after things have kind of calmed down midweek, maybe we'll think about
0: it. Yeah, I, I'd like to be able to go out and have a dinner some t- at some point. I think Disney, I mean, really, that downtown Dis- Disney district area is very open for...
1: It is. I...
0: And but there's not a whole lot of restaurants there.
1: Yeah, yeah, but there's yeah. I have I'm itching to get back.
0: You just want to go to Buena Business Street and get into DCA.
1: Oh my goodness, you have no idea how much <laughs> I want to just get
0: back into the park. I think that's gonna drive you nuts.
1: It could really, honestly it could. <laughs> it it reminds me of that one commercial where they had the fishing pole with the dollar bill. Like you almost had it. It's almost open.
0: Yeah, I mean you could look right down there and just see yeah. the Incredicoaster.
1: Oop, oh, you almost had it. <laughs> not quite there. A little, the woman's jumping for mm-hmm. the dollar. Yeah, on the fishing line commercial. Mm-hmm. That would be me.
0: And so also, uh, WandaVision merchandises will be released at Disney stores beginning February 5th.
1: Yay! They had some really cute shirts, and I think it's a pin.
0: I think you and Hayden have been watching this, haven't you, a little bit?
1: A little bit. We're a week behind, I think, at this point. I really enjoyed it, and I'm not... Usually the biggest Marvel fan, but I th- I've i been liking the history and timepieces.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I've been really distracted, so I haven't really got to watch it. I'm going to have to go back and watch it and see it. But it looks really interesting to me.
1: You know what? There's a lot I might have missed at the first where I was expecting something different in those first episodes. I don't want to ruin for anybody that hasn't seen it. So I wouldn't mind re-watching those first few episodes. Okay. Because I feel like there's a lot. Like I, It took me a while to understand the concept I didn't catch on right away until like maybe midway through the first
0: mm-hmm.
1: episode. I was really confused.
0: Because yeah, I watched, I think I got a little bit of the first episode, and I could, from what I saw, it, you know, it, it's falling along with those errors that's going through, which is making it looks really interesting to me.
1: Right, but I, I didn't quite get it at first. <laughs> I, it, I think it was so much going on that it just needed to reabsorb. But I really enjoyed it.
0: Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, from what I was hearing, was kind of confused at what was going on at first.
1: Yeah, so I definitely feel like we'll go back and watch from the beginning and catch up again.
0: And so let's go ahead and move on. And while we had some really late-breaking news, uh, today we are actually recording a little late um, due to neighbors doing construction and us not being able to not pick it up. So uh, so we actually got some late-breaking news. Uh, Canada has banned cruise ships in the country until February
1: 28,
0: 2022. No. Uh, so... We don't know what this means at this point. Um, Obviously,
1: Disney has not canceled the Alaska cruises. I went on the website totally expecting that to be done. Um, And you know what? At this point, I'm going to ruin it. We actually, this is the second year in a row we've had our cruise (laughs) seemingly canceled, which I think will happen it wasn't showing on the Disney website. I have not gotten an email. Let me double check real quick and make sure I'm not saying this.
0: Uh, she's checking that. Um, yeah, it's still showing. And I think this might fall into our situation where we're talking about that new cruise that was going from Vancouver to Seattle for two days, which was really odd. So I don't know. Maybe they're trying to run out of Seattle and just go to Alaska and get special permission. but
1: Yeah, okay. There was no email. Um, there's still so basically there's this chunk of time that what are they going to do with the wonder
0: yeah um i don't know and this is, makes it really hard and i feel bad for those people who are working at the ports of, out of um canada because there's obviously uh you go usually to vancouver to um what's the island called ah. victoria victoria island and you go over to the no different... you
1: don't usually on this cruise anymore go over uh, to victoria. Oh, you don't know
0: victoria anymore okay
1: we i think Brad got confused because we did the um pacific coast I cruise i thought they
0: did though for victoria
1: no they don't oh
0: okay but anyways
1: it but the people of alaska this is really affecting and we, i feel bad
0: for all these cities that are struggling yeah and this is really a bad thing i read an article not too long ago about it and there's people like in sitka and the different small towns that they stop at and they have zero they don't have any cases of covid obviously but their they're tourism, they're 90% based on tourism coming through their towns. And, and for it,
1: two years to have all that taken away. Yeah, oof. that's
0: got to be really hurt. And they, you know, and again, we, we know the seriousness of this, but they they are almost to the point that they are just saying that we want to take the chance to get tourists in here because we're hurting so bad.
1: Oh, bless on those poor yeah, people.
0: I feel bad for everybody in this whole thing. This, I mean, this is messing up everybody.
1: Yeah. And, you know, but who maybe they can get some kind of... With the maritime laws, maybe get something where they can leave straight out of Seattle.
0: Yeah. And I don't know. You were saying earlier that you saw something that some places look like they're going to be asking for COVID testing.
1: Okay. So interestingly enough, the cruise lines are obviously talking about you need a COVID testing before leaving. Oh,
0: but also the vaccination.
1: Yeah. That's actually, I'm just going to look up. There was um, two small uh, cruise lines. Let me see.
0: Yeah, and when Kim said they were small, that they were... I mean, I've
1: never heard of them. Was it American
0: Riverboat was one, if I remember correctly? Is that it? I mean,
1: we're talking riverboat sizes. It's American Queen Steamboat Company and Victory Cruise Lines Company, both part of the Hornblower group, um, are going to uh, require the COVID vaccine beginning on July 1st, 2021.
0: And on those ones, I really could see it because they're in a lot more tighter quarters than you would be on a regular... I mean, you're looking at a a big ship.
1: And I think they probably maybe tend to have the older clientele as well.
0: That's possible. But it's interesting. that I'm wondering if they're going to... You might see that in the cruise industry as a whole.
1: I think you might. But it it has to be wildly available or it would be considered discrimination.
0: Yeah, and I think that's where we're going to get into the situation where cruises is possibly not until the earliest of the summer.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But I still think... Maybe they'll take the wander and start doing Hawaiian cruises. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, was it?
0: Uh, NCL?
1: NCL does do a Hawaiian cruise, and they keep their Pride of America down there all the time. I believe it's Pride of America.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, is with Hawaii, they're exempt from having to stop at a foreign port. So, yeah,
1: I could Hawaiian see them. they
0: doing cruises because of, I can't remember the exact way they did the law or something like that. And that's why I'm wondering if they got that exemption for Seattle, going to Seattle to You know what Alaska? would be even
1: more interesting? If they required a COVID test or leaving out of Hawaii, or even if they require... I would well, say more out of Hawaii because you have to travel to the island. You have well, Hawaii, more time.
0: If travel to Hawaii, you're required to have one.
1: That's why I'm saying I'd be more inclined to do a Hawaiian cruise.
0: Mm-hmm. that'd be kind of interesting because i mean kim and i've talked about what if something goes wrong uh, possibly going to lani and that's where she found out where you yeah have a, you have to have a covid test before you leave
1: yeah and to be clear i've had the covid vaccine brad has not so that's always something that we are concerned about is making sure that he is kept as safe as possible and of course i always act like i haven't had the vaccine to make sure that i'm being careful not spreading anything
0: and kim didn't Step ahead of anybody, to be clear as well. Um, she is in the healthcare industry, so she was one of the first responders for um, they'd be able to get the vaccine.
1: Yeah. No, I would never skip in front of anybody.
0: So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing we're going to probably hear probably tomorrow once everything's been posted and everything's... Uh, You know, Disney's loving at that 5 o'clock Pacific time announcing something and running.
1: On the weekend, (laughs) 5 o'clock, Friday night, bam, we're out of here. All our cruises
0: are canceled. (laughs) Good luck. It's
1: kind of (laughs) like drop the mic and peace. It's the weekend.
0: Well, let's get to something kind of interesting now. Uh, Kim and I were talking about this, and it actually took me by surprise, is Disney California Adventure is 20 years old.
1: On February 8th and 2001 Disney's California Adventure opened and it was, uh, it wasn't very good at the beginning. Let's be (laughs) honest. We actually, um, Brad and I went for the first time a few weeks after it opened.
0: Yeah. It was, oh, it was about almost exactly two weeks after it opened, if I remember correctly.
1: Yeah. Somewhere around there. And it was (laughs) miserable. (laughs) Half of the rides weren't working. Over half. Over half. And long waits, which, of course, you would expect for a new theme park.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, there was a lot of people there because, obviously, it was a brand new Disney theme park. Wow. You know, everybody was so excited. It was such a huge expansion.
1: Oh, and we'd watched the construction for so many years that it was like, oh, wow, something's opening up.
0: Yeah, and they took away that parking that parking lot that everybody loved, too. It,
1: you know what? I know Brad had never been to it, but growing up going to Disney, that close parking lot there
0: was really nice. That was Timon and Simba? or timon and Ooh, maybe eeyore I, no I, I can't remember what it was i remember seeing the signs for it
1: yeah anyways it was uh it was really nice to be only you can imagine where the opening of uh disney california adventure is to where the parking lot was so you, it would seem like <laughs> steps away
0: but so they opened that and it was really busy when we went uh obviously we went in the morning
1: and it was full priced as compared to Disneyland.
0: Yeah, and they didn't have a park hopper option at that time. So no. you couldn't jump between you picked either California Adventure or Disneyland at the time.
1: Exactly.
0: So we went and I believe Soren was broken down. I mean, we had so many brides broken down and then we were on the very top of
1: the sun wheel, which then became Mickey's fun wheel and is now Pixar's pal around.
0: So we were on the top of that and up in the wind the wind was blowing and it it was was crazy, and we got stuck up there for over 20 minutes
1: something like that i think we we were trying to huddle together with the group we were with it we were it was a yeah it would have been a february day and
0: and to remind you that kim and i just got back from montana at the time because we were living in montana and it was probably about 10 below zero at the time so we were thinking it was warm until we got that cold up there at that time and that was the first time we were really frozen
1: Oh, the wind was howling. But to be fair, I think we were probably in shorts. Uh, well, no. Yeah, we were or in T-shirts, shorts. at least.
0: T-shirts. We were in T-shirts. But um, we did get our sweatshirts out. We had that bag with us. We did,
1: and it still wasn't enough. We were yeah. frozen. Everybody was just, like, shaking when we got off. And every ride we went to go on, or half of the rides, you'd wait, and then they'd break down. So we were kind of like, oh.
0: Yeah, it was terrible. I just remember every time, we, I mean, we were trying to wait for something. Uh, we were excited to try a SOR and couldn't get on that. And then, I think that was closed for the day. They finally just gave up on that. Did they? At one point, if I remember correctly. Um, the, it, it
1: got to the point where we actually went and got a refund and they gave us a ticket to go the, over to Disneyland. Disneyland.
0: And we weren't the only ones having that.
1: Oh, no, there's a long line like, for refunds. I think
0: customer service was probably the longest line of the day. <laughs> Because everything, which is
1: bad, it it was so. And I, Brad and I are like, We're never going back here, it is awful. It, what have they done?
0: Yeah, it was terrible. And there were a lot of people in Southern California asking that question at that time of how bad this was that Disney just screwed up.
1: Yeah, and it just, it's like, it looked, it reminded me because they were trying to go for an old Californian theme, is like the Santa Monica Pier kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a bunch of um, carnival, carnival games.
0: A whole bunch of carnival games. And, and just rides. Rides. It wasn't really themed. It didn't feel Disney themed that No, well. it,
1: it seemed kind of jumbled. But with the old cal- the carnival rides, I'm like, I don't want to go to a Disney park and go on,
0: you It know, was themed f- after California. We were in California.
1: But it, it just was like, okay, we've been here. We've done that. We don't need to go back again. Yeah. And it really wasn't exciting dining at that point.
0: Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot. And it was just uh, unfortunate. Um, I would call it probably Disney's greatest failure success success, the way that works out.
1: Well, okay. And
0: and the reason I'm calling it that is that, obviously, it was terrible. And people called Disney on it saying it was terrible.
1: Yeah, I don't know who greenlighted that project. Um, Um, I felt like it was... It felt like there were some things that were just kind of thrown together when it
0: opened. Well, they tried to do, some, like we were saying, the Santa Monica Pier vibe there, and it just didn't work.
1: No. And it's like, you know what? If I really wanted to go on those kind of rides and pay that kind of money, I would have gone to the Santa Monica Pier. But so, they did do some things good. Like, I missed the old California letters at the entrance.
0: Yeah, and that was really cool. And I believe those are in San Francisco now, if I remember correctly, from what I read up at the Disney Museum.
1: Okay. And those were always fun places to kinda of get unique pictures.
0: Yeah, and then they also had the Golden Gate Bridge that was over the top and that's been replaced.
1: And to me right now it seems just the same as if you're going through the entrance of Hollywood studios. I think
0: that's what they're trying to go for is that Hollywood Mickey time. Um I love the when they had the train that was there for like the cars and everything and that's gone too. Yeah. That was really neat theming. I like that theming. And
1: I know when we first went to uh, back into disney's at that time they called it disney's with a apostrophe s and they dropped that now just a disney california adventure is that um they had this weird like where the stores were it was like a neon and it just was colorful but yet it, it didn't work so well it was busy mm-hmm. yeah for there, no good reason there were cer-
0: certain things that were good about it certain things that were just that didn't work um i'm glad that there's certain things they left alone i'm glad they left uh, was it uh the uh so the flight area where it's okay that, condor flats condor flats thank you and they left that alone i think that worked perfectly
1: well they kind of spruced it up a bit
0: but kim and i really didn't go back there for almost two years over two oh years. i think it was
1: well over that um the only thing i wish i would have rode was the superstar limo i just know to
0: see, to see how spectacularly bad it was i know
1: people really hate it but i just would have liked to seen it once
0: Yeah, because I believe when we went, that was broken down too. It was. And we were just like, yeah, we're done. We're not doing this. And now that is obviously monsters.
1: Yeah, and of course. And that's
0: that's actually one of the rides that we're like, okay, let's go give it another another shot.
1: Yeah, and I think, actually, I don't even really think until it was under the sea with – Little Mermaid that we went back. I think that finally got me back into the
0: park. And I mean, this is where I'm saying that Disney turned this around. They started adding things to this park that made it worthwhile going to. I mean, and they're still transforming the park.
1: Well, and Tower of Terror for me. I love Tower of
0: Terror. See, I'm glad they did Tower of Terror, but it's even better that they transformed that to uh, Guardians for me. And we talked about that before. It's kind of
1: the Guardian of the Galaxy mission breakout is incredible. I was such a diehard Tower of Terror fan that when they announced it, I was just like, what are you doing? Like You can't do this. And I was afraid they were going to do it over at Walt Disney World. I'm glad they haven't. And I like having, it, it kind of is the same ride, but not. And the better version always was at Walt Disney, Disney World yeah. and at uh, Hollywood Studios. Now, I think I'd really have a problem if they ever did anything to uh, Tower of Terror. But I really love Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. And with the Guardian of the Galaxy, I love the music. I love everything about it. And they did such an incredible job. But then they even went and made this even better by a Halloween version of Monsters After Dark. Hmm. And uh, we haven't done that. And I've heard really good things about it. And I think at the time, I had a back injury, so we couldn't go. Oh, okay. But then we would walk around the area, and the cast members... Do you remember those little like scary monsters, and they pop out and play with you? Oh, yeah. As you're walking around the area?
0: Yeah. I mean, really, they've done a great job of fixing it. Yeah. I really think that's why I'm saying it's one of their greatest failure of parks, but that turned into one of their greatest... It rebounded Uh, in a way. Success. Success. I mean, it took a long time to do it, but, and it's still, we're doing it. It will be clear that it's not done.
1: Right. The fact that they've been able to rebound this. So then they even had the California Screaming that came over to Incredicoaster, which was huge.
0: Yeah, that was, I mean, that was nice, and it was great retheming.
1: I love chasing down
0: Jack-Jack. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and truthfully, we were on Incredicoaster before, it was in credit coaster?
1: We yeah, when it was California Screaming? It was still
0: fun, but it wasn't something we se- seeked out to go do.
1: Oh, now in Credit Coaster with chasing down Jack Jack and when they put in the the scents that they pump in, oh my goodness. Yeah,
0: that's more like a Disney ride.
1: Yeah, they totally rethemed it and redid it and did an amazing job that nice. it's a to me and now it's a must-do ride. It Disney California Adventure,
0: and of course they've also put in Radiator Springs.
1: Oh my goodness! They literally took Radiator Springs from Cars movie and turned it into life. It's incredible when you walk down there.
0: Yeah, I love that, I, especially at night, mm-hmm. and even during holidays, it is oh. so awesome. Everything, all that neon popping, yeah. and I mean, it's just
1: everything about Radiator Springs is right on and perfect that is probably one of my favorite lands that they've done yeah uh, it's, in modern times
0: and it's very it's unique to california
1: it is and i like that they have unique things just on
0: the Disneyland West <laughs> versus disney world well it gives us an excuse to say hey they, they're, no they're not exactly the same we get yeah. to go to both parks so hey
1: but even like radiator springs has evolved because yeah. they um had they start out with luigi's flying tight Tires, and now it's Luigi's rocking roadsters. Yeah, and that was a good retheme.
0: Yeah, I think. Well, they had so much problems with it in the first part.
1: Yeah, well, in the beginning they had like these big, huge inflatable beach balls, <laughs> and they were fun, but I think they kept flying everywhere and popping. And... Yeah,
0: so they they've redone things to make it better. Um, then you have Mater's junkyard jamboree,
1: and then of course, oh my goodness, Radiator Spring Racers, which once again of all things that is a not to miss ride
0: and, and yeah and people will try to compare that to test track
1: it's not it's
0: not and it's I would say it's not as fast as test track no but it is a lot of fun to go on to and it's enjoyable
1: it's like it, it's just the story to theming and it is thrilling for yeah. a little part of it but at the same time it's just an incredible ride yeah and the fact that it came from where it was 20 years ago is into where they have um uh, radiator springs is incredible yeah and yeah. then of course their big first um change one of the bigger first ones was tw- when they put in toy story
0: mania yeah yeah i remember waiting in line wait for almost four or five hours for that one day yeah the first time we rode it it was a long long ride and it was well worth it
1: <laughs> oh by far it was inc- i mean it still is and it it was so popular they took it over to Hollywood Studios.
0: Yeah, and it's it's a fun ride, and people still, I mean, still to Hollywood Studios or even at California Adventure, you have a, at least ninety minute w- w- wade ride normally.
1: Uh, I usually try to get a fast pass well, we for get fast a pass max pass. We get it. fast
0: passes, Mac passes, and that's been a great thing for everything. But yeah, but for normal standby time,
1: it, it still gets up in the forty plus.
0: Yeah, it's pretty frequently. long ride. And so the other big change that they've been doing and this has been happening a lot more lately and i think this has been going off of the success they've had at epcot is the festivals
1: i adore the festivals
0: (laughs) yeah we've really enjoyed them we've covered a couple of food and wine unfortunately one got cut short
1: yeah um obviously when the closures happened they were in the middle of uh food and wine festival and we did get to go
0: yeah which i'm glad but we still have some we still have some tabs left from our passes (laughs)
1: I know, and um, the Food and Wine Festival, I I really love the food there.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and there's a lot of exploration in food there.
1: It is. It's creative, but I also find myself wanting to try more things. and,
0: And Disney has some really good chefs.
1: Oh my goodness, of course. I mean, food has its own, you know... I mean, there's
0: yeah. the
1: <laughs> Disney food in itself is an adventure,
0: Disney. And we really want to try the Food and Wine Festival over at Epcot and just see what the difference is and see the difference of flavors, I guess is the way to put it.
1: Well, they kind of say that it's a mini version because we don't have as big of a park and it's, and it's not as big as where all the booths are.
0: But really, that place, at, you hit it after uh, five o'clock and we were wrapping up some of our stuff that we were doing one time. But that place was so packed, you couldn't move.
1: It is. But, you know, I, I, it's one of those wonderful additions that I really love. And I and I actually force myself to try things that normally I wouldn't try. Yeah, and, and since it's such a small portion and you get those like sip and savor passes.
0: It gives you that opportunity. Yeah. And there were some things in there I was really surprised that we liked.
1: Yeah. There's some things that we weren't sure we'd like, so we'd split them. And then we'd end up going and getting a second
0: one. So we'd each have our own. Yeah. And so then, again, with the festivals, they're doing Festival of the Holidays.
1: Oh, I love Festival of the Holidays, too. It has a lot of the creativity, but the food, you kind of get those warm, like, they had that uh, Thanksgiving day tamale. See,
0: I wasn't a big fan of that, but you were. I loved it. But there was things that I really liked about it that you didn't like either, so, I mean.
1: Well, we're always yin and yang.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, is that they went on holiday-based foods and tried to do a little bit of a twist to them and... Like, the tamale, obviously, kind of falls into the Southern California tamale.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the Yeah. The was really good. Oh, gosh. That was really amazing.
1: These festivals, there's times that we'll be over at Disneyland, and we're like, before we leave, if we weren't planning to go over, we'll go over to um, Disney California Adventure and just get, like, one of them from Food and Wine was the peach iced tea Dude, that we oh, all that, like, oh, that
0: was so good.
1: I could not go to the parks during Food and Wine Festival and not get the peach iced tea. Yep. Matter of fact, we each had to get one. And I had Hayden, our son, try one. And he literally grabbed mine that I had to go buy another.
0: Yep. And the great thing about this is obviously because we have limited food choices compared to Walt Disney World too.
1: Oh yeah, we don't have as many restaurants.
0: And this gave you a huge, buff- uh, like a not buffet. I don't want to say that. Actually, well, it's no, kinda, it's not a buffet. But they put everything together. But it gave you a huge area of different foods to it's try and tasting. Doing. And you had a great dinner. And really, the cost for that Sip and saver Pass is probably about the cost of a dinner.
1: Yeah, it was, and you get to try so many different things. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, then also, they have their Lunar New Year celebrations they do for um, the Chinese holiday, obviously.
1: I'm so, so upset that we're not having that right now.
0: Yeah, I can't eat any of that stuff, so.
1: Brad has <laughs> allergies. Um, <laughs> so, he has soy and teriyaki.
0: So and I just film and go. Yeah,
1: so I enjoy it.
0: And don't trust me. I would love to. I used to love Chinese food and until I found out I was getting sick every time, and it got worse and worse and worse.
1: But anyways, um, oh. I love the food, but I also like that they have... Um, Cultural educational opportunities around the park.
0: Yeah, and that's a really hard thing with California Adventure is you don't, you know, you don't have Epcot, you don't no. have that the culture, and they bring the culture to you at for those festivals. Right.
1: There was things like um, teaching little arts and crafts. I almost want to say, did they have? Um, I know they had like a wishing wall that we did.
0: Yeah, they had the little booths for kids. They the had music, things. different yeah.
1: musicians from those cultures. Yeah. They had. Um, the parade, which was incredible.
0: Yeah. You know, it'd be really interesting if the Disney was looking at expanding that more, too.
1: Oh, my goodness. It be
0: great. To, I mean, for like St. Patrick's Day, have an Irish. For uh, Oktoberfest, German.
1: I I would absolutely adore that idea. Um, I love any time that we can learn something, but enjoy it and get that storytelling from a Disney point of view.
0: Yeah, That's, and that's great. Well, that, and it's also learning about it's allowing kids to learn something fun about different cultures in a fun manner.
1: Yeah, and also maybe trying food that they wouldn't have tried and no. they were somewhere else. Yeah.
0: So I uh, like to see that come, hopefully, come back soon. We, you know, obviously Disney still closed. <laughs> well, uh, no,
1: Disney's California Adventure just, is still closed, well, well, not because.
0: Well, the next area we're talking about is not closed. Kind yeah. Of.
1: Well, some of them are. Right.
0: Well, one of them isn't. And that's obviously the restaurants and that's Cathay's Circle.
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, Brad hasn't eaten there. I have. And I've really enjoyed it. Matter of fact, we keep going back and forth about when we're comfortable to go back down to Buena Vista <laughs> Street. And I have a feeling it'll be sooner than later.
0: Hopefully when we both have the vaccine on board, we'll um, be a little bit more comfortable. Unfortunately, with Hayden not having it, we have to be a little bit more careful. But, right.
1: but it's anyways, the food is phenomenal and I love, once again, it almost, it has that whole um Hollywood glitz and glamour feel to it. So well, I like I'm that. I'm kind of
0: looking forward to that and we always, we had reservations one time to go there and it was
1: really right as things were picking up again and we just weren't comfortable
0: and i think in fact, in fact it was almost a day after our reservation to close down the park there's closed down everything again yeah and so it just
1: was like oh we're
0: we're not we knew things were getting bad and at that point we're like yeah we need to stop and not go and yeah
1: but anyways the next other place would be the Lamplight lounge
0: that's kind of a interesting place I, there's things i loved about it and things that i did not like about it when we went to that
1: Oh, I loved the nachos, the lobster nachos.
0: But some of the other food wasn't good. And there was actually some really cool tables there that have like the gas flames coming out. I really wish we could have had those.
1: Yeah, you had to have a reservations. We kind of got one on the railing, which was okay. But um, yeah, next time we would plan ahead. But yeah,
0: we It's a lot smaller size portions for food. It wasn't like a full dinner.
1: Uh, see, for me, it was perfect. And I, I, I like the food at Lamplight Lounge. And I like the whole vibe
0: yeah i mean the vibe was cool um and then we had people oh you should stay there and watch uh what was at the time Um, world of color i think the problem was is that you're at such a bad angle
1: yeah Um, yeah the cast members that um are the waiters there were like this is not the best place to watch but i was like wait a minute i could sit down maybe enjoy a beverage of choice and see the uh, everything i like you know what maybe i don't have to have the best view (laughs) Maybe just having something to eat and kind of enjoying the atmosphere and the music, even yeah. if it's not straight on in front, okay,
0: yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, the drinks there were really good, too. oh, yeah. um so I mean, that's like kind of a more of an evolving place I would put it. it's been we've been seeing. I don't agree with that. I think it's been straight on. Um Well no, I mean as in the menu, we've seen it evolve a little bit over time from what it was before to yeah. what it is now. So
1: And then even the other um restaurant, the Wine Country Tataria, has kind of evolved over time as well. And yeah. um that's another restaurant that we really enjoy and sitting out in the patio.
0: Oh, because you got the heaters there, you can watch people walk by or the parades or someone they're having stuff going on, it's great.
1: Yeah, and the food is good. good.
0: So, obviously, uh, getting into all this, they're not done with Disney California Adventure. And we're talking about the Marvel campus. campus.
1: I can't wait for web slingers.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that looks really neat. And and unfortunately, it was the cost of Bug's Life. But every time we were in that area for Bug's Life, it just wasn't very busy.
1: It wasn't. It was great when our son was younger and in that age group. It was perfect. But now he's older into the teenage years. I'm happy they have Marvel because he's kind of grown into that.
0: But really, truthfully, I think people that had that kids at that, that age were more in, um, over in Disneyland, over in Fantasyland.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. It well, was kind of a break. It it was okay.
0: Yeah, but you know, you're looking at what you know. There wasn't. I just didn't see a whole lot of kids there. There was never hardly any lines there. I can see why Disney's like, you know what, we need to change.
1: Yeah, it, I'm not sad that Bug's Life is or Bug's Land is gone. It's okay um, because the Marvel campus is there and the meet and greets that will occur will be exciting.
0: Once they're allowed to. Once they're allowed to, yeah. <laughs>
1: but they're still kind of doing behind a barrier. in some places where they have the line and the characters are behind the kind of the line you stand in front of them. Yeah,
0: I mean, it'll be interesting.
1: I mean, we all have to adapt.
0: So I really think what we're seeing here and hopefully when they get open is California Venture. I mean, Kim and I will go there just to go to California Venture now. And it's not and remember remind you after we went the first time, we were never going back.
1: Yeah, and I'm so glad that it's evolved. Um it's in 20 years it's probably the biggest change in one single park that I've seen of any Disney park in that amount of time.
0: And I think the only second one to be close would be maybe in Paris when they redid their MGM Studios or whatever it was called at the time.
1: I guess, but we've never been to Paris, right,
0: so we've never seen it. But
1: maybe we should go to Paris. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they really worked hard to get this back into a park that is people want to go to.
1: I, I'm. It's a whole different park from when it. Uh, first to open it's incredible there's still little areas they could use a little um help
0: yeah well yeah I keep uh, soaring over california california
1: yeah that i actually brad and i argue that all the time that
0: <laughs> i love that i love soaring over the world don't get me wrong but i really think that belongs at epcot and that they should redo an updated version of soaring over california
1: yeah we california. both agree
0: um that that was just so unique and we loved it
1: I, I think that it's amazing where we've seen uh Disney California Adventure evolve, yep. and I think it's an exciting future.
0: Yeah, for, and we're excited for things to get back opening, going, and hopefully soon.
1: Right, even that in itself would be a big yeah. deal. Overall, I'm thrilled of how how it's evolved. I didn't think it would all be possible <laughs> from what we saw in the beginning oh, to now. Everybody,
0: everybody's like, "Yeah, just plow back over and make it into a parking lot again." <laughs> I mean, we've heard comments like that.
1: Yeah, I think the only thing that was, if since soaring was a beginning, the same. I think that's the only thing at that point that was worth salvaging. Yeah. Maybe Grizzly River Run, but we're not big water ride people. We're,
0: well, it's be truthful. We just don't want to get soaking wet and be wet half the day <laughs> when we go. <laughs>
1: They did have about a year and a half ago, like this human dryer, and I was thinking, huh? Then maybe I would have thought about trying it, but it was five bucks to get dry in a, some kind of hurricane. So
0: you're saying that Disney was trying to wa- dry your wallet at the same time? Well, yeah. Of course. No, I think they
1: were trying to empty my wallet.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we we we've been very impressed with the change of the of California Adventure and you know they've done a lot of work and they do deserve a lot of kudos on that so i think with that we probably should start wrapping up we're getting a little long and
1: all right so we're gonna say goodbye
0: and find find your your magic magic. bye everybody and we'll see you next week